the fuck? Hi guys, sorry about the really bad audio, but it's Hope here just to give you a little insight about what's about to happen. So we have episode two here today. I have more time to add music in, so music will be in here today, as well as like some better audio. It is still recorded from a mic that I had on my chest, so it's still a little funky, but I promise that I have fixed it in post. Also, when we start off today, we will be going into Addie's and Mikhail's safe place. And from there, we will start the episode. All right, see you there. Bye, guys. In the house itself or just in the area? Um, do you want to do it in the area? There is a house. It's very small. Yeah. We'll do it in general, like in the area, not like towns or areas or anything. Uh, okay, so we're- It's higher, like- Back in history. No. No. How far away? Charles House? Oh, yes. hella. hella far. Like, We're on the other end of the 4,000 miles. No! So. That's a long mile away. That's a long miles away. Healy, you said something that I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long... That was, that was long miles away. Okay. So... And you see, about like... A dozen or so uh, furbolgs, like just milling about the area. Keep going. You kind of look around, and you see this one very old-looking furbolg, kind of sitting, like almost, uh, like, like a few yards away. He has this like little, um, like what seems to be a bird perched on his shoulder. Has antlers coming out of it. It seems almost to be like a like a small hummingbird. Sitting on his shoulder, he has this long wooden staff and he seems to be almost like bent over it. He has long, long, long white hair and a long old white beard. And he just seems tired. Very old. He, he seems like he's seen a lot of stuff. And he's staring off in the distance as uh, like a few fear bulbs uh, kind of jump around him. Some kids actually kind of just like running around him. And... Is this dad or is this Mikhail? Is this your family? This is Mikhail. Uh -huh. This area is still part of the swamp, but it's more of the dry swamp. Something that you can like walk around with. Um, more dry land than deep water areas. There is a few uh, cut down uh, cypress trees around. And a, a few houses. Nothing fancy. No like stone or wood. It seems to be like cobbled together wood. And some tents kind of just placed up. It doesn't seem like an area that is like a main town or anything, or not even a village or of any sort. It seems more of like they set up camp here for right now, and they're waiting for something. As soon as uh, the light fades, y'all are in this area, and you see this fearbolg um, kind of snap to attention, and he tail. he looks over at this group, and then he sees you, and he stands up. And he goes, Addy, 
and he full. Oh, I'm booking it over to him. God, I haven't seen him in close to a year. Too damn long. The sphere ball rushes over to you and gives you one of the biggest hugs you've ever felt oh in your God, life. Mikhail, you're still alive. He go. Uh, Mikhail turns and looks at you, and he goes, "Now, uh, I think Turley got out. Saw him run. Yeah, Karina got out. Mm -hmm. What were you going to do? Besides come here. It's you. And he's, he looks at you and he's like, found you a little worse for wear, huh? He looks down at your wraps and he picks up your hands in his NASA ones and he's like, neat. <laughs> picked up something else besides, uh, picked up something besides, uh, druidism. You never wanted one to like what mom and pop did. <laughs> I, I wasn't one for the because it's the way they play. Yeah. I found... Ankalima? She survived too. <gasps> I saw her... But I saw her in the thing. I saw her and Erstrin's in the vision thing. Yeah, the mention of vision, he goes, What vision? He, he mentioned, he's like, Ankalima, you know, she survived. I saw her run for the hills. The, at the sight of one of those little fuckers, he, she ran. I had a vision. We were in, we were in this castle. We were in this castle, trying to find a friend. And as we were doing so, I, I opened up this door to a room, and I saw Erskine Vasilima hanging there. And at the mention of Erskine, he goes, they got him. They got him bad. Saw one of them. He sighs and he's like, nope. They, they got him. <laughs> uh, I watched a uh, white-haired drow march right up to him and bite his neck in front of me. That was one of the last sights that I saw before I ran. Love you too. Okay. It can't be later because this is what she would do. No, 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 no. Something else. Oh, okay, okay. And she's like, Fuming, like shaking, fuming. <laughs> Send uh, me back! Eat the chalk. pulls out his chalk and he shows it off. <laughs> you see this? This is a one way trip. We ain't got enough to go anywhere else. Can right now, this is as far as we can go. Until I get some more. We left Lucius back there. We have to go back. He can stay there for now. We got other shit we gotta take care of. We gotta keep these kids safe. Grayson and Hunter back have their weapons still drawn and they pull them down at the seeing of all these fear bulbs. And uh, they're like, um, yeah, no, send us back. And they rush over to you and they're like shaking you. And they're like, send us back, send us back. Three tiny children shaking you. Our mom is back there. Lit Lottie's back there. You, we gotta go back. Boy, boys. That's Hunter that said that. I, I don't know if he's going to take you back, but I'll go with you. We don't even know where we're at. 
We're in the swamps too. We'll find a way back. I look around real fast to see somewhere that I'm is fucking out, embracing my brother in. Outside of reach, and I cast Blink. In the ethereal plane, in the plane. you see a um, like a bunch of fear bulks kind of milling around you, um, and they seem to almost be like. Are these ethereal fear bulks? Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> no, they're gone. We were killed by Oh, they were killed by vampires. Like a dozen or so uh, fear bulks, kind of milling about, and uh, you see uh, Jackson actually. Uh, you... Hold up, hold up now. That hurts a little bit. I recognize him. You dead ass recognize Jackson. Yeah, that's the only one that you can actually out. really pick out out of all of the fear bulks that you see. I love Jackson. Jackson, and he stops and he turns around and he goes, uh, Healy? Last thing I remember was Lottie telling me that she was going to solve everything. And then she gestures down to his neck and you see a clear mark straight through his neck. We need to take knives away from Lottie. <laughs> she I, has a habit. <laughs> and I, take it away! I reach toward him. I reach toward him and I don't, I say, I don't know you that well, kid. But I say I'm sorry to you. It's rough, buddy. It's rough. You know, being dead's rough. Um, <laughs> I don't have any like words of wisdom or anything to impart on it. I just say, I'm sorry, kids. This sucks. That's about the best I can say. He turns to you and he goes, well, yeah, it sucks. I'm dead now. Thanks, guy. What are you going to do, man? What you going to do about Try to get back somehow. All right. Hold on. Is there anything we can do for you to help you? In any such way? Like try to get you back somehow? He looks over at you and he's like, I mean, You're, find out why Lottie did that. Alright. Like, <laughs> shit, you think you know a person. Yeah, Lottie. Was a totally different person. And everything she was like murdering us and or trying to and everything, but turned out she was a whole different person anyway. He's like, what? Yeah, no, no, it was a whole thing. I met a god. That was what? Yeah, she was real cool. I, I, I got a little embarrassed about it, but that's a whole another story for another And he looks over at Grayson and Hunter. He, he, the, Grayson and Hunter are now like standing up and they're yeah. talking um, to some like fear bold kids that seem around their age, probably a little older if you got to guess, but they seem to be talking to them and Jackson kind of walks over to them and he's like, oh, they got out, they got out alive. And he goes over and he tries to hug them and you see him just kind of fall through <gasps> them. <gasps> and with that, he kneels on the ground and he just he, he kneels on the ground and then he takes a fist and he slams it on the ground. He's like, Damn it! Fucking kill Lottie if I can. I reach over to him and say, Kid, I'm gonna do whatever you need me to. I'm gonna talk to Lottie. 
Did you forget what you were going to say? Because he's going to turn I around. He turns around and he looks dead at you in the eye. And he walks over to you and he tries to put a hand on your shoulder. And he kind of manages to. And he goes, I need you to make a promise. I need you to protect those two. They have so much more than just this swamp. Now that she might not be here. I hope to God Mama got out all right. She's not here, so. She was a tough old lady, bud. That, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's fine. He looks around a little bit and he just looks back at uh, Grayson and Hunter and he goes, protect them. If Lottie gets near him, fuck her up. I reach out my hand, which is, I guess, kind of ghostly. Yeah. I shake his and say, you got it, bro. Is this a romance going on? No, like a, like a... It'd be a hard one to keep up from beyond the grave. I mean, I... Every couple days and everything's blink in there, go, hey, what's up? Yo, homie G! We're still talking about things and everything. Hey, you want to know what's going on in the sports league in Hesse? Yes, yes. I can tell you this shit. Um, I got a jar of bees. <laughs> I got a jar of bees. This shit's amazing. Yeah. Well, see it when I pull it out. It's smashed. Oh, no. Fuck <laughs> 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 this shit. Fuck this shit. I will most certainly <laughs> not do that. Um. <laughs> into existence uh, from the ethereal plane and he is um he is like because you can move around in the ethereal plane right um you are a few like a decent feet away from the camp uh that's not a hope thing that's a drag thing (laughs) (laughs) kato walks over to you and starts petting your fur and you have a fucking axe out too, by the way, because you were ready oh, for some massive in? shit. You still have the little braids in? Oh no. Yes! <laughs> Best friendship. And it's all like matted and it almost seems to be coming undone. You can still see it and you can still hear the chatter of people. Um, but basically, you're kind of just in the trees area and it's fairly dark, very huge, tall cypress trees as far as you can see. Um, so Kalith walks over, uh, kind of separates herself from the group, and uh, Addie, you kind of notice it a little bit that Kalith is no longer there, and she walks over to a grassy area, and it's very quiet, almost peaceful, and you kind of sit down on the ground, the mud kind of squishes underneath you, but you're fine with it, and you just start to pray to something, anything. Um, How close is it to where it is? Um, if it's close, then I sense. It's not close, and I don't sense. I'm scared. <laughs> it's close. It's like about 10, 20 feet away. So you see her. Yeah, so basically, what I want to say is like, listen, I never believed in any of this, but I have these powers now, and you gave me this book, and so I know something's out there. I just. Clearly, we need help. What do I do? And you hear nothing for a while. You feel nothing, and you just kind of you say that out loud, and you hear that um, very clear as day. And um, you 
Um, so you hear nothing for a long while, and then you close your eyes and you see this, um, you see this, uh, sword with a lightning bolt through, through it. It seems to be blue and it's, it comes into your vision and you feel this like almost warmth come over you and it doesn't seem angry or mad in any way, but it seems to be almost like um, calming to you. And um, you hear a voice over your head and it says, I can't do anything right now. But in due time, I will help. I'm just happy to hear your voice. <laughs> Hello. Um, can, can I have a name? Who are you? You will learn in time. Uh, can't reveal much now. Just know that I will always be there and I will always help. And with that, the warmth slowly fades and the vision of the uh, sword with the lightning bolt slowly fades as well. Uh, Dahlia. You, uh, kind of walk out into the open, and you're like... I wanna walk literally, like, up to the tree. Oh, okay. So you walk over to a nearby tree, and, uh... I just Yeah. Uh, Mikkel turns over and goes, uh... She normally just stare at trees in her pastime. Can we really just pick her up, like... She was just there one day. <laughs> we just found her. Can we just never question why she uh, was And then you watch as uh, oh, no. these. Like, I pulled her in. I'm like, you helping? So describe, <laughs> you describe your wings for us, please. Okay, so they're going to be like, they're black, and then they fade purple as they go in, but on the outside, they're kind of like singed. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> these, <laughs> you watch as these like two huge black wings sprout from Dahlia's back and then she just kind of pushes off the ground and she lands uh, about 20 feet in the air off the ground onto a branch and she just kind of leans back on the back of the tree and she just kind of sits there. That's it. She, want. she just wanted to show off and then uh, about ten or so uh, furball kids, along with Grayson and Hunter, they rush over to the tree and they go, "Wow!" <laughs> and then you hear Hunter go, "I want to do that." <laughs> wow, their attention span is a lot shorter than mine. <laughs> kids thought that was cool. You should check out my drive stick. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody here. Uh, I need everybody to make a perception check, even Addy, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So y'all see about eight or nine oh, oh, elven okay. figures eight, eight, appear eight, eight. around the camp. They seem to be spread out about 10 feet. And um, they all are kind of scattered around. Do they look like trout? 
the ones that you see seem just to be all sorts of elves. High elves, wood elves, uh, eldritch snail, eldritch, eldritch snails, eldritch elves. Yeah, Elvis. <laughs> see one that looks like Elvis. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm just for clarification, y'all are at night. Y'all are at night. I have dark vision. Well, y'all see these elven figures. Swords out. And he has his hand on the staff. Okay. And he goes. That's all I need. Can I just nap in this tree? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Are you even with us? She has reasons. Do you? Because she went to this party. Because she thought it would be fun. Honestly, though. That's D and D in a nutshell. I thought it would be fun. And we're gonna jump back to oh, Charlotte like and Oh, that's delicious! <laughs> I thought maybe I was like, forget about me. I no. quiet and I do nothing anymore. Forget about me. Okay. So, you watch as your soul goes into Jackson's mouth. And he still doesn't seem to stir. <laughs> I, I, I like clamber up to like, to like the pot and I just like slap the side of it real hard. I'm like, you wake up, you stupid piece of shit. Just wake up. And then you hear the male behind you, the the red-haired male, he goes, could mine work? What's left? No! Rubble turns and goes, I, I don't know. I mean... Something. You made that pack. And she looks dead at you and she goes, that's it. You always have a choice in this world. They live all God. I'm not going to let them die. I'm not going to let you die. I'm not going to let anybody die. Who said I could die? And then you hear thunderous steps come out from behind you. And you hear the slam of the door again. And you hear, Mama! And then, <laughs> and then thunderous footsteps and victory walks into the room and she looks like she looks like shit her hair if it's possible has like all it's like matted together and there's like sticks and mud and blood it, like all over her and she still has like an empty vial in her hand and it has like this reddish liquid and then uh, another one, like right in her, the other hand, like next to it, is has a vial of silverly liquid in it. And she goes over and she's like, "The warden spell didn't work." And she takes the potion and she locks at both the red-haired male who now has turned around and seen her and sees you covered in blood. And then a human male, for some reason, standing there. <laughs> and then she, the vials drop from her hand, and the red one seems to like burn through the floor. And then the silverly one just kind of spills the liquid onto the floor. And then she stops and she stares and goes, Crunch. 
And she turns and looks at you and then goes, What happened? And she senses that something's off with you, and she feels it, and she takes a few steps back, and she goes, I, I, I don't understand. What did you do? And she's staring directly at you, and then Frederick kind of steps in front of you and goes, no, honey, calm down. And then she turns, like, like this green energy starts wafting off of her, and she is pissed again. And she goes, you. I buried you. And then Frederick puts his hands up and he's like backing up and he stumbles into you and then stumbles into uh, rubble and then he, his back hits the side of the wall and trinkets start to move and fall around him. And uh, he goes, now look dear, I got a good explanation for that. And then uh, she's like, I buried you. And I raised these kids all on my own without you. Where were you? And she seems very pissed and Rubble's like, no. Rubble goes, not now. Victory, we can't kill him yet. We save that for another day. For right now, we got another problem. Bigger fish to fry. She motions over for Frederick. Yeah. Lewis? Animals are pure because they don't know right from Animal He's souls. Pure. Animal souls are different from human souls. Just slightly. What about his with mine, though? Don't take it. His. Your dad is part celestial. And at that victory, it kind of goes, He's what now? What? <laughs> she rolls around and stares at Rubble, and she is. Calm down a little, but she seems a little more pissed. And then Frederick takes his time to kind of like sidestep around the angry wife and over to uh, the bathtub where um, Jackson's at. And uh, he goes, anytime you're ready. And Rubble's like, all right, yeah, he's been one his whole life as Mari. And Rubble walks over to uh, Frederick and extends a hand exactly where she extended it with you. And she... She reaches in and she pulls out a uh, more lighter blue than what you saw before with you. And it seems to have like this reddish tint to it almost, like it's a blue and red tint. And he kind of acts like he got sucker punched in the stomach. He's like, <laughs> and then he kind of writes himself again as she pulls her hand back and takes this will-o'-wisp over to where uh, Jackson lays in the tub and the water is all brown and stuff and then she releases her hand the will-o'-wisp floats around and then goes right where his heart's at and the water around him the gumbo around him turns this bright red and with that Jackson breathes again Where, where, where is he? 
Jack. Is he like in the tub? No, he is like fully, almost fully submerged. Only his like head and some of his appendages are in there. I'm like hugging him, doing the face pat, you know, I'm like crying. I'm like, Jackson. He sees I'm this. Like, Gumbo is going everywhere. Like, I'm just jumping in there. And then Frederick, you hear Frederick kind of laughing and chuckling at this, and uh, Victory is like letting out like the sigh of relief, and you see tears kind of escape her eyes, and and you hear Jackson go, "Who are you?" And then he starts to push at you and get off of me. Who are you? You climb out of the uh, the gumbo and. You're covered in like this red, thick liquid. You kind of start stumbling around, tears streaming down your face, and you see a mirror that's kind of like been kind of dirty and cracked, and you clear it up a little. It, you see yourself, and it, you look like Charlotte. You look the same as you always were. And then Jackson kind of sits up from the liquid, and he's like, God, what? What's this shit? He's like shaking it off, and then he looks around the room, and he's like, Who are y'all? Y'all see... I said about ten. You only got ten of them right now that you can see. Uh, you are about... 60-ish feet away from the nearest elves. Now... Uh, you see... Why would you explode in Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna take one of them and I'm gonna eat that sub over there. Once I see shit, I'm gonna try to hide. Oh no. Some far away. Why do I have to be so weak? So, uh, Caleb, watch uh, the interaction between Kata and Drac as ten small bombs are placed in Kata's hand. And Caleb is like, yeah, no. And she immediately starts to rush back, and she gets behind um, like one of the old houses, and you uh, you kind of almost blend in. And at this point, I want you to make another perception check for me. So you see one uh, another uh, elf kind of standing there. And you can actually very clearly see this one. This one seems to have um, long, uh, like silver, like silver blonde hair, like blonde, like almost white hair. It's more yellow at the top, and uh, it seems to be uh, very uh, regal looking and very like sharply dressed, uh, like black vest, red tie, white coat, and like black pants. And um, he's standing there, and he's staring at you, and he goes, <laughs> trying to hide. And with the ball bearing, so you take this ball bearing and you throw it. And he, he does eat it. And it soars through the air, and it hits one of these elves uh, right in the face. And Kata, I want everybody to take three points of damage as she drops the ball bearing right in front of her. Everybody? Uh, everyone, yeah, except for Dahlia and Caleb. Does Kata need to take damage too? Yeah. No, and not you either. Because I'm far enough away. Wait, was I'm not right with the Bruce level. 
Mikael is close enough too, and I don't know the radius on a small bomb, but I'm gonna guess that it's like more than like 10 or 10. And uh, with that, I guess everybody needs to roll initiative. Kayla, you're first. You are about 50 to 60 feet away from the nearest vampire. Yeah, you can run 30 feet, so you'll be within, uh, you'll be 20 feet away from the, the, the elf. Yeah, you can double that. That's a Mario Kart game. It's a fun game. Yeah, double dash. It's a fun game. Yeah, fun game. Uh, you can throw about... I'll, I'll allow three at one time. I'm gonna chuck three more of the explosive ball bearings. Okay. You have six left. Keep track of that. Um, that is, it's a d6 for each one. Well, you gotta roll the hit. Yeah, you gotta roll the hit, so that's a dex. Uh, yeah. It is a thrown weapon, so it's your a d20 plus your dex. Yeah, that hits. You know what? We're gonna use one. Because that's easier to keep track of. Okay. That's 12. That's not hit. That's 18 hits. So, yep. So 2d6. Oh, come on! Okay. You take three of these bombs and you chunk it. At the nearest, you chunk them. You chunk them. You chunk them. Uh, and you throw them, and they whiz through the air, and they explode near at least elves. And they take hit, they take damage, but they seem to be just standing there just fine. Uh, seeing that they took no damage, I'm going to use my, my gash, my, uh, my, my, my speed, my speed gash, and I'm using your bonus action dash so you have an extra 30 feet. So I'm gonna yeet myself back to my party. <laughs> Okay. Boy, I'm voice like just so you know, I just you probably saw the explosives, no no big deal. Um the elves seem like they're gonna take any damage from it. So either I'm like just really bad throwing them or we got like a bigger problem that we're dealing with. So maybe we should stick with this. Just just saying just throwing it out there. Unintended. Ha 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 Okay. With that, it is their turn. Yeah, it's it's forty feet. So they are going to regular elves. They are going to uh, at least. You see two or three of them from the circle kind of move forward towards the group, and then three more take their place, and. Um, from there, they uh, they double dash or they dash, so they use uh, their action. And um, as their uh, bonus action, uh, I want Kata, no! Kata Bright, Addy, and I'm gonna and Drac. And I'm gonna roll for Mikael to make a uh, Wisdom saving throw for me. Oh my goodness, buddy. Okay, 
You watch as um, these three elves that are now very visible in front of you. you well, that's what your wisdom saving throw was about. Their faces seem to twist into this evil snore, and you see very elongated front teeth. Yes, they're vampires. So uh, only only Drac is scared of them. You are frightened. That means basically you can't. <laughs> Next in the order is Drac. <laughs> yes. Yes. For the duration of the raid. Right. you have to scream IRL. No, please don't. <laughs> Actually, it's it's like nine o'clock at night. I'm sure some people are asleep. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to keep it down now. Okay, so you rush forward and you manage to catch the first one. So, um, yeah, go ahead and attack that, please. If he somehow it's drops the rage, it's your great axe. Then yeah. Okay, give me a minute. This is enemy. I hate you guys. <laughs> Look at where we were. No, roll, roll for an attack just to let me know what it is. It's the Axe of the Fiery Soul. Oh. 16 doesn't hit. We don't quite have everything. We got ropes, we got. Guards and barbarians. We've got warlocks, warlocks and rangers. Warlocks. Y'all are trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want a cleric. So do we. What's your next hit? No big deal. We've got five more healing potions. Yeah, your next hit. You hit twice. Just me yourself. Twenty-three hits. Thank you. Damn it! Thank you. I was gonna say that. But Lost, that's not fair! You can't heal yourself. You keep rolling dice. 29! Neat! Add rage. 31. Alright. You take out this fiery axe that just lights with this red flame and you slash at the one in front of you. And he seems to take that hit fairly well and the burn mark that you leave on his chest seems to almost like heal up. Caleb, you're tired. Hi, honey. Do I still have a boy near me? Yes. Okay. You have a friend. So I'm going to go to him and I'm going to use Crown of Madness. Okay. Um, yes. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw? It's eight. Oh. So he is charmed. No, he's not. He's now 
Yeah, uh, you should you should know by now. Uh, Hope doesn't elf. like it when we try to charm people. The elven vampire has advantage on saving throws against charmed. being charmed. Here, here, I'll just oh, do it again. The one time that I rolled a good time on a uh, sixteen. Uh, just made it. Oh. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Um. So then I'm gonna be just like, well, that didn't work. Guess I gotta use brute force. So for my bonus, I'll use a cantrip. Yeah. Let's go for just a little fashion on this glass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, glass. Yeah, both of them. Can you save it for us? I guess so. He'll just blaze. So that's. Oh, 17. 17 hits. And. A 15? 15 doesn't hit. 6 plus 4, 6, 10 damage. Alright. You walk over and uh, you try to charm him and the you see the effects of your spell kind of wash over his, his eyes. His eyes go kind of like pink and then all of a sudden it disappears as he shakes his head. And then you're like, okay, guess uh, option 2. And you shoot out an Eldritch Blast and it just kind of seems to hit him square in the chest and then the burn mark is there, and then it slowly starts to regen again. Addy, your turn! Yes. Can I just ask him, what do you guys want with us? <laughs> A bagel! Um, he goes, we were under orders. We're just acting on them. Who's orders? That's for me to know and for you to find out. Yeah, then tell us. We're gonna find out. <laughs> You're gonna find out. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Just tell us. Is it the crowd? Is it vicious? Alright, Addy, your turn. So they've moved up on us. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, at least three of them. And they're about 20 feet away from y'all. How far away were we? 50 feet. Oh yeah, they move 40, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm At least one of them is near you. One of them is near uh, Drac, or Drac walked up to that one, and then um, on the other side of this area, Caleb is talking to at least one of them. There's two more friends behind him. Ah, uh, 15 does not hit. And second pack. Yep. Fucking 15 again. 15 does not hit still. Okay, in that fucking case, I am going. I'm gonna use hidden steps. Yeah, yeah. So, as a bonus action, I turn invisible until the start of my next turn. I attack, deal damage, or for resistance, saving throw, and this is one for short rest. So, okay. I am invisible. Okay. And I am going to just slink around. So, I'm. Not like, not behind the hour group, but kind of slink away a little bit. Okay. You you go to attack the vampire in front of you, and the vampire doesn't even flinch as you go and you whiff his near his head, and um, you're like okay, and then you slowly kind of blink out of existence. You are now invisible, and you kind of move. Uh, your walking speed's forty. Forty. You walk away, uh, at least forty feet from the vampire. Um, Bright, it's your turn. It's my turn. I want to climb a tree. <laughs> okay. So you 
managed to get to the nearest cypress tree and funny enough it's the one near the dahlia's kind of chilling up in 20 feet that's the nearest one so uh you start to climb up the tree make an acrobatics check for me Okay, so you managed to easily climb up this tree 20 feet. Now what? <laughs> um, I want... You're up on that branch. I'm not, okay? We're, we're friends. I want to cast Healing Spirit. Okay. You call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. Soothe the wounded. Soothe the wounded. <laughs> okay. Uh, it appears in space is a five foot cube. Looks like a transparent piece or fey. It looks like a cat. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna cast it. Where is it, where is it gonna? Where, does anyone hurt more than three? I think we're all hurt. Three. We're all hurt three. And it's all my fault. Yeah, technically it is. <laughs> Nobody has the vamp. The vampires have actually not done any damage. Everyone. Just Kata. Kata did the damage. Have their turn yet. Yeah. No, they had their turn. They just didn't do anything. Oh, they didn't do anything? Mm -hmm. Why are we fighting them then? I'm not fighting them. <laughs> I'm at a tree. <laughs> Why can't we be friends? I'm gonna I'm gonna start it on Addy. Okay. And so you heal 1d6. You'll notice that most of the elves around you have no shoes on, and the plants around them seem to be dying. So, a little cat spirit comes up and like rubs against your leg, and it heals you for six hit points. Yeah, there you cool. go. Cool. <laughs> Healy. It's your turn, oh. Healy. Woo! Yeehaw. Okay, um, Yeehaw. about how far away am I from you? Uh... I'm still like, I was a ways away from Haley, just a little bit, but I was a ways enough away from everything else. You watch Kata slink off to the house. Caleb, it sorry, Caleb. Y'all got two K names. It's not my yeah, damn fault. Uh, uh huh. Thank you. Just call her by her other name. Matilda. 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 You can call her Matilda. Um. So, no. Caleb is near a house, and the house is about forty feet from the main group. So you are about twenty feet, twenty-five feet from Caleb right now. Yeah, and you can still see you see three vampires near her. Okay. They see me. But I'm away away. And not exactly hiding, but I'm away from something. One of them sees you. Here's what I'm gonna do. Yep. I draw out um I'm gonna call it the long sword of something. Okay. And That's the sword. Jesus wants me for a sword. <laughs> Uh, and choose, like, aim it at the group of vampires that are um, Caleb. Okay. That is a spell that is not my Okay. So, because they are vampires. Nope. Yes. These elves on my list here. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. That's not how the rules of vampires are. Vampires are undead. Nope. It says that. It only takes okay. radiant damage yeah. if they're underground. What? Guys, I just thought of something. The plants are 
are dying because we're attacking the elves and they're taking the white portion of the plants to heal up. So we have to attack the plants. So I'll read you out the vampire weaknesses for the elven vampire. So it's forbidden. The elves cannot cross a line of flower petals. The petals must be fairly freshly plucked from their plants within the last 24 hours and their line must be unbroken in order for this defense to be effective. Harmed by tree sap. Elven vampires take 20 radiant damage if the end of the turn contacts with the sap of a tree. Um, stake to the heart. A piercing weapon made of charcoal is driven into the vampire's heart or underground vulnerability. If the, if the elven vampire takes 20 radiant damage when it starts its turn underground. While underground, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. A 14. I'll roll it with disadvantage. It's a 14 because I got a 15 on my next roll. <laughs> Okay, so uh, they still take. Mm -hmm. Successful save takes half as much damage, and they're not blinded, but it's still 68. So yep, that, that'll work. I'll take it. Um, eight. So. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, oh, okay, this is a thing that can be done. And then. Apparently not! Oh no, it's. I still haven't done my cantrip yet. Yep! As y'all clearly know. Eldritch Blast! Eldritch Blast! It's all Warlock's time. It's Eldritch Blast time, y'all. Mm -hmm. Woo! Yeah! And. It's all Warlock's time. Firing off the Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Yeah, that's it. Uh, does a 12 or an 8 hit? No, to both. <laughs> Hell no, to both! Oh my god, that's terrible. What happened? What did you do to me, dice? I blame Ashton. Note to stop. I look at that and I'll, um, I go, yeah. Grease lightning. Um, yeah, y'all are fucked. Um. <laughs> so, uh, but I do have sunlight ending from my hand. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know that exactly. I go, I got sunlight. <laughs> and, uh, the vampire. The vampire that you shot, only the one that see you, that saw you, kind of turns his head and kind of goes, did you think that was gonna do? Because y'all are vampires, you dick. Not all vampires are made equal, sir. Oh, yeah, all vampires <laughs> don't like sun. That's how the vampire rules work. I read the book, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he read the book. I read the damn book. I read the damn book. Oh, that book was very um, exclusive of Uh, Y'all hear uh, footsteps outside, and Jackson kind of turns, and he he's like, "Where am I?" Welcome to hell. And Victory, and Victory is openly weeping you. now, and uh, Frederick's like, "You are too." <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Frederick is kind of like, he folds his arms over his chest, and he's like, "I'm afraid that would have gonna." <laughs> He turns to Rubble and he's like, you need to fix him now. And Rubble goes, I did. He's back, isn't he? That's all I thought I could do. I'm just surprised he's back up. Actually, there's probably a little something off about him. Only Mason can tell, like, what's really kind of up with Jackson. Frederick can kind of get a beat on it as well. He kind of understands what's going on. Um, this is a little bit too much for me. So I, so Charlotte's gonna like go, 
she hear the footsteps? Yes. She's gonna go kind of find them because she lives way back, like intruding on this situation. Uh, so you walk back over through the like, winding okay. stuff, uh, easily making your way through, and you get back to the door, and there, standing in the doorway, is Lucius. He is covered in this silver liquid and red splotches, and he seems almost out of breath. And he's like, "Where's Kada? Where is Kada?" And he, he's in the doorway and he's covered and he has uh, his two scimitars out, his one glowing black and the other one seeming like a cutlass, a pirate's cutlass. And he's like, where is she? No, she kind of like spread the arms over. She's like, I don't know what she did. I've been here. I've been here. I was taking care of the vampire problem. I don't know where she is. I don't know where anybody is. I don't know. I've been by myself this entire time until this very moment. Puts them away, and he goes, "What's going on then?" He nods his head and he follows you silently behind you. Walk to the back, easily navigating your way back through Mama Rubble's house. And you see Jackson is now kind of sitting down in like a chair that has like stuff all around it. And Frederick is standing there, his arms folded as he stares uh, kind of like off to the back behind uh, Jackson. Victory is kneeling in front of him, holding his hands. And she's like, yeah, you gotta remember me. I'm, I'm your mom. You have to. Come on. Jack? You got to. He, Frederick's like, he's not gonna remember. And with that, Victory looks up at him angry and she's like, what do you mean? And she turns to Rubble and she's like, fix him. Bring my baby back. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, lay it on me. Yes. We like weird. We're weird people. You watch this dark-haired human kind of, without a word, walks over to Jackson in the chair, and he puts his hand on Jackson, and... Uh, so you reach over and you touch him and you see his hand is covered in bloody bandages and you see this mark on on this man's oh, hand. And, uh, as, as I invoke the right, blood starts pouring out of the scar tissue. Jackson seems to be like talking and all of a sudden he kind of stops. His eyes kind of change color from their normal dark brown to this like brilliant almost like light blue color you see these large wings sprout from his back they are 
like white and very pure looking. He's staring at all of you and he goes, get off of me. And he shakes off Mason's hand, the human's hand. And um, Frederick is standing there and he goes, that's unexpected. And Victory is full on, like, backed up. And Rubble kind of stands there and she's like, hmm. Well, thought that would happen, but, uh, wasn't quite sure. And, uh, he is now part, uh, fallen angel, pretty much. He's like part angel. <laughs> So basically what I just did was awaken the more angelic part of it, if that was... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not undead. Does it last, well, forever or until I take away the rain? Uh, the way it works is like throwing weapons, as soon as it makes contact with the target, and it leaves me, it drops. No, it's gone now. So, this... Uh, his eyes are no longer brown, they are a light blue. And the wings that y'all once saw are now gone. He's, he was always there, he just still doesn't know who anybody is anymore. Well, fine. <laughs> Throw the shot! <laughs> what? Do you need more flash? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you just wanted me to bring him back. I brought him back. You bring him back. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna walk over to him. Yep. Hand on the face, just one. And he gonna... lets it sit there, and he's it's like, can you not? I mean, I'm not gonna live on it that long. Just yeah. Gonna, I, I walk up, just kind of like staring at him. I'm turning around, I'm like, bye. Walking away from him, just kind of saying that. And Lucius is gonna follow you. Okay. He turns around. He goes. He yeah, goes. Jackson, you coming? Rubble and just kind of be like any side effects of what you know. What has just transpired? Do I need to be worried about anything particular? There is a chance that his memories might come back. Not him. Not him. Me. Oh. Let's just say, when you go unconscious now, you might not wake back up. Oh, you go unconscious a lot. So now. let's say this. If you go unconscious, out of, out, out, out of rubble voice, if you go unconscious, you're dead. But what about her resurrection voodoo doll? She does not have that still. They all did not ask for those items yet. Oh, I'm getting all my items. Don't you worry about it. Uh, but... The voodoo doll will not work now because she has no soul. Oh no! Oh, oh no! So. Oh no! We're gonna destroy the very fast in this campaign. I need, I need like some more information. Like, am I gonna be me? Like, am I gonna be myself? Like, depending on what happens to you, like, uh, let's say you get the final blow from a vampire or something, right? You will be turned into a vampire, but like a vampire husk. So basically, just kind of like a vampire with no. Like, yeah, 
like no sense of right or wrong, what's going on, who's good, who's bad, who controls me, nothing. Do I, do I have a sense of right or wrong now? <laughs> you have your own sense of right and wrong. You are your person. <laughs> and you... Oh, no, I didn't So basically, we should mentally be prepared to have to kill her. You guys? Out of character? Out of character. She's still the same Charlotte she's been. Charlotte? Yes. Sorry, I was thinking. Rubble uh, so puts a hand on your shoulder and goes... You might want to take care of that little thing before you find your friends. Um, it's a different color than probably what you're thinking. You've done messed up big time, honey child. It was. You took a life. That's not something to be messed with. Then why'd you do it? Everybody else would have died and I knew that I could at least bring him back. You took a shot. He almost didn't. He almost didn't come back. If your father had shown up when he did with his friend, you would have been in worse shit than what you already are. I'm trying to fix it. Everyone gave me an option. Could see what they were doing. Sometimes you just have to pick the worst choice. And she, she sighs and she's like, I know it all too well. All music today came from filmmusic.com and Ross Budgen on YouTube. The songs are in the description box below, so if you heard something today that you really like, be sure to check it out. Also, if you want more content, you can follow us on Instagram at NopeClericsAloud, on our Twitter at NopeClerics, and on our Tumblr, NopeClericsAloud. There, you can post questions, and we might release the episode answering some of them. And as always, I hope you have a nice night, and may your rolls be great, and the monsters you face not quite so scary. <laughs>